0: Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble. Now, do we? Oh, now, do we, do we? No, we try not to. Why? Well, because it hurts your dog. It ain't good for your dog. Might be convenient, but it's not good for your dog. Okay. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about, uh, what you should not feed your dog under any circumstances. So we're going to give you that information, but listen, if you didn't join us last night on the new feeders webinar, you missed a lot. Now, it always goes kind of off the rails when it's with me and Neely, you know, because there's so many questions that come in. I, I, I started it out. I wanted it to be a presentation. Uh, so we are going to videotape an actual, you know, new feeders. How do you, um, figure out how much to feed, uh, going forward? What if your dog gets fat? What if it's skinny? You know, what do poops look like? How do you thaw food? How do you rotate that, the Those types of things. There were so many other questions, um, that were going on. So we were just, you know, we were on there two hours, it was a it was good it was good we'll have another one coming up. We got dr Jason's rabie's seminar coming up um email us let us know what you want us to talk about and and we'll do it but rest assured kibble is not the food you wanna feed uh it's dry that's first and foremost. The vitamins and minerals are pretty much destroyed. the enzymes are destroyed, so they gotta try to put it back in and um you know, the these certain calculations that they do uh, are wrong. And something's going on with Perina right now. There's 336 animals, I believe, that have died. Um, they're trying to keep it quiet. Something's coming out. I have no idea what it is. But, um, yeah. So, anyway. That's that. Um, Every Wednesday night is Yappy Hour. If you missed it last night, it's coming around again next week. So it's Yappy Hour right here at RawDogFoodAndCompany.com. Get over there from 6 p.m. every Wednesday and save, save, save. All right, everybody. Let's talk about uh, what you should never feed your dog. Okay. In case you were wondering, um, peaches and plums, (laughs) peaches and plums, they're uh indigestible. Okay. Uh and the pits often cause intestinal obstruction. And uh so we want to avoid peaches and plums for dogs. But you didn't know about that one, right? Yeah. Also, a lot of people love these. They love pig ears and Rawhide bones. Well, rawhide bones are awful, but uh they're not the same as bully sticks. Let me just say that. But um so rawhide shoes, you know, they're they're like leather. And uh they usually come from China or India where chemical use is highly questionable. Okay. Um, so they we we don't like the the pig ears at all, you know, you're gonna see them in the pet food stores and they're going to be sitting in these, uh, bins and they might've been in there for months, uh, or they might've been in there, you know, I don't know how long, but we just really don't know where they're coming from. Um, so we want to be careful of those, but we do know that, um, things that come from China have sickened many thousands of pets, um, you know, in twenty sixteen it killed eleven hundred or so pets, possibly a result of of um some residues that, you know, were on these type of products. So pig ears, not my favorite. Um, and rawhide bones, not my favorite. Well, rawhide bones just don't feed those. And they're the ones, you know, they, they look like a bone and then they, they've been chemically altered. So they look like they have marrow in them. Yeah. They're just totally fake. Okay. So we don't want to feed those at all. Uh, onions and chives. Um, and Dr. Brady, he'll, he'll say, you know, no matter what form they're in, whether they're dry, raw cooked, um, or they're powder onions contain, uh, things that can cause anemia and damage red blood cells in dogs. So let's just not do any chives or any onions. Um, And I, you know, I don't think that if it was just a little bit of onions that you accidentally, if you were feeding some scraps of food off the table, um, maybe that wouldn't be any big deal. You know, I kind of think it's got to be a little more than just, you know, like little little bitty chunks. Okay. You do your best not to feed those. Uh, macadamia nuts, um, those contain a toxin that can inhibit locomotory activities in dogs. And uh, so if you see your dog panting, swollen limbs, tremors, uh, maybe even, you know, damages the dog's uh, digestive uh, and muscular system. So let's don't do macadamia nuts. Again, I don't think that one of these, If let's just say that you were eating a macadamia nut and it hit the ground, and your dog ate it. I don't think you're going to see that, but if you had a bag of it out and they got into that, that could be a, a real, real problem. A lot of you know uh, not to feed grapes or raisins because they contain a toxin that can cause severe liver damage and kidney failure in dogs. So let's not do grapes or raisins either. All right. Obviously, you know you don't want to feed sweets to a dog, and uh, it's mostly the xylitol. Um, and xylitol, you know, is extremely toxic to dogs. I'm not sure it's great for humans either, right? But even in small amounts, it can cause low blood sugar, seizures, liver failure, or even death. Now, you guys have heard me say this before at my mom's birthday, we had a big surprise birthday for a couple of years ago, and her sister had made some German chocolate cupcakes german chocolate cupcakes and there were i'm thinking at least 20 little ones you know they were the small ones we go to the store to get something and the guys are supposed to be watching the dog and uh we come back and all those little those little uh, german chocolate uh cupcakes gone paper and all and um but <laughs> there you know there were no effects on the dog and um She didn't even have diarrhea. So I don't think that there was any xylitol or any problem in that, but some people would kind of, uh, it would freak them out and understandably so. But, uh, you don't want to be doing any kind of xylitol, you know, toothpaste has xylitol in it, gum has xylitol in it, a lot of different, um cookies and pastries and stuff like that so just make sure that you know what you have in your house and where it is okay uh dental sticks oh my gosh people love their dental sticks um and they're brought to you by the same companies that give your dog gum disease in the first place um so anyway uh that would be the candy companies i believe um But they have wheat gluten or milk casein as their number one ingredient and the most antigenic protein on earth for dogs, okay? The third ingredient is sugar, the fourth is salt, the fifth is sugar again. And this is supposed to be for your dog's teeth. So I don't think that this is a good thing to feed, okay? That's something that you don't want to feed, dental sticks, even if it says it's coming from a dental group or approved by dentist um, or veterinary dentist or whatever they're called. Um, so what's a better thing for your dog's teeth? Bones, raw meaty bones like our beef, beef neck bone or a bison neck bone. Uh, you know, bones are just good for the teeth. Now remember, look at how your dog is chewing on a bone to decide which bone is best for all around. Tooth health, teeth health, toothy health. Um, if it's a bone that they're just holding in those back jaws and gnawing on like that, they're not gonna get those canines involved. Okay. That is only when you have a bone that they can pull meat off of, rip, shred, and tear, so that it's that abrasive action on those teeth that cleans their teeth. Okay. So take a look at that. And uh, raw meaty bones are the ones that they are going to rip, shred, and tear because they're going to try to get the meat out of there. Does that make sense? Good. Um, cooked bones and roasted bones. Guys, I see roasted bones a lot out there. These are right in line with cooked bones. You don't want to be giving these to your dogs uh, because they can cause cracking of teeth, throats. Uh, in intestines, as well as in impaction. The only bones that you want to give are going to be raw bones. Okay, raw, not roasted, not cooked. All right, under any circumstances, don't be giving those. Another thing that we see that causes major problems in dogs is going to be corn on the cob, corn on the cob. Those don't break down those don't break down and if your dog swallows those they can get lodged in the small intestine and then you're going to have to have surgery to get that out and that's going to be expensive and it's going to be dangerous for the dog as well okay so we don't want to be giving corn on the cob and dogs don't need corn anyway <laughs> so so we don't really be given that we don't uh want to be giving uh, uh, grease, cooked fat. Okay, cooked fat, like like bacon grease or chicken fat, things that you've cooked. Okay, because a lot of carcinogens are released during that cooking. The fat, if you're going to give your dog fat, it needs to be animal fat and raw, raw animal fat. Uh, Dr. Judy Jasik sometimes with her cancer patients, she's going to recommend a little higher fat in the raw food. And so you can talk with her about that, but, um, we want to make sure that it's not cooked fat. Okay. None of that. None of that. Uh, so that's a good list. That's a good list to remember to not feed your dogs. You know, last night we were talking on the webinar about, um, appropriate veg, right? What is a appropriate veg to give your dogs? So green leafies um, are good. Here here are the ones that, that I remember right off the top of my head that Neely was saying, don't give these to your dogs. Potatoes, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, um, carrots. You know, carrots are going to come out the same way they went in. I know dogs really like them, but they're you know, high on the glycemic um, load. And, um, you know, can you give a carrot every now and then? Sure. No problem. Uh, she did say, don't do winter squash. That was another one that she said, don't give your dogs. Um, and remember that you want to puree any kind of veggies that you do give your dog. Okay. You can steam them and puree them. Uh, that is the way that animals, that, that in the wild they would have eaten it, you know, they would have been uh, pur- pureed in the, in the um, four chambers, right, or in the stomach of, of an animal that eats those. And then they kill that animal and then they eat it. So raw veggies, no, not going to get much benefit out of that. I also ask her, all right, we have the HVM blends right? There's 7% fruits and veggies in that particular blend. It does have meat, bones, organ, fat, and some veggies. 7%, I said, what would you say is too much veg? And she said, I wouldn't go over 10% in the diet um, combination, right? So some people are like doing these 50% 25 percent. Uh, that's a lot of veg. And, you know, remember these are carnivores. So the veg is there to feed the bugs in the gut and also to give some fiber. So we don't want to take away the protein um, amount and substitute that for veg, especially not in cats, guys. And so um, keep it around 10 percent. So you've got a little room if you do the HVMs, or if you don't want to have to add any more, just buy the HVMs. Healthy Variety Mix is what that stands for. We have in that line, you've got beef HVM, turkey HVM, chicken HVM, lamb HVM, duck, and pork. You got six different, um, six different proteins. We asked the question last night: How many different proteins? Do you feed your pups throughout um, a two-week time period? I was amazed. Some people were like really on it. Like they were like six. Somebody said seven to eight. Um, A lot of people said two. Okay. Um, Now that's fine if the first two weeks is two. But then the next two weeks, can you go to two different ones? Okay. And... The biggest reason that we see that pet parents only do like two is allergy test. They will do allergy test and then the allergy test picks up everything under the sun and they believe their dog is super duper allergic. We, we don't really see it much. Um, we don't see it much that dogs are really allergic to a lot of proteins. That's just something that people think and, and, uh, can it, can it happen? Yeah, I, I would say it'd be more in the chicken and the beef category if, if it does happen. Um, and again, uh, Neely's really good. Dr. Jacek's really good going over everything and saying, is this really analogy or is this, um, a reaction to something else? And uh, so, anyway, I thought that was very interesting. That was that was uh, what came out of that last night. What else? Um, there was considerable worry that if they if if you didn't take your pet to the vet, how would you know your pet was ill, and or how would you take care of your pet? And I think. You know, the response is it, at least the way that we in the holistic community look at it is if your dog is acting and looking fine, it's fine. Um now, that being said, do dogs hide pain and discomfort um more than humans? I, I would say yeah. Because they don't have a story behind it, number one, right? Like I'm so sick, I kind of lay on the couch. Um but the the other question really is this, what would you do different than you're currently doing if you're already doing a holistic program with your dog? Meaning this, if, if you found out your dog had cancer, you're still going to feed a, a, a raw diet. Uh, you're still going to do um, or hopefully you're you're not going to have the toxins in the body, phallic heartworm, that sort of thing that are toxins, toxins. Um, and the question is, would you go through uh the traditional chemotherapy? Would you go through the all the different tests that they do? Or would you work with somebody like a Dr. Jasic who is going to do more herbs, uh, ozone, uh, mistletoe, that sort of thing? So you know, it's sort of like, and I've said this on the podcast so many times, I don't need to go for an annual checkout. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not going to. Um, because I feel good. You know, if I have something that's really, really I can't deal with on my own, I might seek out, but I'm probably going to seek out a holistic doctor right and uh probably going to go to the new biology clinic with uh Tom Cowan's group because I don't want that same box of information that we've been fed for so long um, and I want somebody out of the box that's not trying to sell me on on uh the typical standard medications so anyway the something to consider something to th- to think about for sure um but again do you, you know the question is why are we going in for um yearly checkups and what does blood work tell us but you know it's a snapshot in time so i could see where you know if you wanted to do blood work but then you need to continually do it to kind of measure um what what the normal state is for your dog and that that's a lot of money, and that's a lot of time, and you have to factor in what is going into the body and what is their environment at the time that they do the blood test. Okay, so anyway, that that was something that we that we talked about um, on the webinar. What else? What else? What else? I think supplements. People wanted to know about supplements, and I think that uh, phytoplankton potency. Amazing, amazing supplements uh, for the omega 3s. Um, And we kind of discussed that we call them supplements, but they are more whole food, more real food, maybe desiccated um, food. Like um, when you look at the better bones, those are real bones in a powder form. It's not bone meal, right? Um, And it's not a, a pill. It's the, these are, and so Neely always says, look, we don't have supplements. We have whole food additives. And so when you go over to our website, um, it does say supplements because that's the word that everybody uses. Take a look at those. I think all the mushrooms are amazing. Um, you can take the mushrooms that are in liquid form. We have two in liquid form and the immunity mushrooms, which has seven different mushrooms uh, in the uh, powder form. Those are antioxidants, cancer fighting. We know that mushrooms have uh, a lot of cancer fighting uh, properties. And no, would I wait until my dog got cancer to give those to them? No, I would, you know, I would rotate them through the diet. I would give a major variety of Some of these things like Red Rover, Green Rover, those are perfectly great. And then you've got the immunity. uh, I've got the turkey tail. You've got the chaga mushrooms. Um, Jump for joints absolutely was Neely's favorite, is Neely's favorite of all the supplements for herself and for her dog. (laughs) It was funny because before the podcast, I said, man, you know, I've been working out um, 50... One day straight so far, fifty-one, fifty-two days straight so far on the hard seventy-five, and I said that to Neely. I said, "Man, I'm, I'm sore." She said, "Squirt some jump for joints in your mouth. Your body will feel better." And so, these are human grade. Some of them taste fine. Some, like phytoplankton, that I love, one of my top ones. Um, I'm not gonna put that in any of my food. You've heard me say it. it's a little fishy tasting, but you could. Um. So anyway, it was, it was a great time. We're going to have more of these informational, informational, um, webinars. I'll get, I will get a calendar up on my site. So you'll see, you can pop in there and say, what's going on at raw dog food and company this week, this month, uh, or next month. And then you can join us. So that's going to be very, very good. Um, what else, what else, what else did I, I had something else I wanted to tell you. And, uh, yeah, it's out of my head again. There it goes. (laughs) We're right out of my head. Um, get your dog on a species appropriate diet. It's really important that you get the diet right. And you stop feeding any kind of kibble. Okay. A lot of people think that there's vitamins and minerals in kibble, You'd be better off just feeding raw and supplementing with whole food supplements, okay? Not kibble. There's just nothing good about it. I have heard that the big food companies, Nestle's, Perina, those guys, they're going around buying up um, the fresh food companies, just like they're buying up the independent veterinary worlds, uh, clinics. And gosh, I, uh, I hate to see that. I don't want to see it. So we're going to, you know, those of us that I know that are in this business, we're fighting hard. We're fighting hard. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy world, uh, because I don't want my dogs eating, you know, impossible meat. Um, I don't want my dogs eating anything that Nestle Uh, Diamond, Arena, Mars, any of those guys would produce because for how many years now we've been seeing the decline in pet health and uh, diet is one of the biggest things. So get your dog on a species appropriate diet. I would challenge you to do it for at least 30 days, 30 days. And when, when I say challenge you, I really mean don't put anything other than raw food and a phytoplankton or a potency and raw meaty bones in their diet. Okay. Nothing, I, I I can't really figure it out if it's going to be, you know, partly my food and then partly your own food that you're making and uh, somebody else's. I mean, I, I I would love for you just to do a 30 day challenge, um, rotating through the proteins that we have. And the um, whole food supplements that we have. And in 30 days, I guarantee you, you're going to see a totally different dog. You're going to see a healthier dog, a happier dog, a more stable dog, a dog that smells better, a dog that um, is able to get around better, a dog whose coat is shinier, the eyes are brighter and the teeth are whiter and the poops are smaller (laughs) And, uh, so I would give it 30 days, give it 30 days, try it, try it, dump your kibble and just try it. And yes, we decided last night that cold turkey transition Neely says fast for 24 hours and then feed the raw diet. Give them 30 days to adjust. That means if they vomit, uh, let them eat it. If they don't eat it, then clean it up and know that, um, maybe warming the food up is a better thing to do. Uh, with clean water. Make sure it's warm. Warm up the food. Just get it to room temperature so it's not cold. And I think in three days you're going to find that your dog's going to be fully transitioned right over if it even takes three days. Okay? All right. Get over to RawDogFoodAndCompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap! Snap!